0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There's no reason to become alarmed, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Welcome to Avoiding Real Estate Turbulence Podcast. This is your pilot, John Lafferty, with Century 21 Town & Country.
1: And your co-pilot, Tony Abate, with Ross Mortgage. And we are your real estate pilots. Our job is to be a real estate advocate and also make sure you are educated about the buying and selling process. We'll keep you informed throughout until we get
0: you safely closed. In today's real estate market, buyers want updated kitchens and baths. So making an informed and smart decision on a remodel can increase the return on your investment, whether you plan to sell in a few months or in a few years. I'm so glad we're able to... Uh, have Alyssa Fair here with us today from Hard Rock Stoneworks. Uh, have the opportunity to speak with her about this very topic. Welcome Glad
2: to be here. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Alyssa.
0: <laughs> so I thought one of the things that we would we would talk about is when somebody's thinking about um, kitchen remodel, bathroom remodel. How do they start the process of of walking down that road? Is it a phone call? Is it, hey, you need to come in and talk with uh, somebody at our shop? How how do we get started?
2: Well, first you'd probably have to decide if you're just going to do kind of like a facelift or if you're going to do a full remodel. So a full gut Mm -hmm. job or if you just kind of want to spruce it up a little bit. Uh, We do cabinets and countertops. So if you want to dive more into a full refresh with like the flooring and all that good stuff too, then you might have to hire an actual contractor. Um, But we do cabinets and countertops, which is mostly what you would want to just freshen up if you're trying to sell your home is what most people will look at. Um, The trends for a while have been kind of that gray and white look. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, but pops of color kind of get you more into a personal niche, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because some people might like blue, but the person that's buying the house might not like blue. So staying neutral is really good for selling. But in terms of buying and redoing, definitely do what you love because you're there to be there for a long time.
0: Makes sense. What are some of the different products, countertop-wise, that Hard Rock Stoneworks offers and can install?
2: We offer anything from natural stuff to man-made. So natural being marble, granite, quartzite sandstone limestone soapstone there's so many different uh different options that are out there a lot of people don't know the difference between and then man-made stuff being quartz which is huge it's been big for a while but the new stuff on the market now is this porcelain so um a lot of people are asking about it which is good but it's definitely new so nobody really wants to be the guinea pig with anything (laughs) um but it's been around for a few years and people are getting more comfortable with it so you'll start to see that come up a lot
0: Talk to us about porcelain. Um, I I have yet to really come across a porcelain uh, top in a home yet. So um, tell me about the the durability and and what you do to ensure that and, I guess, thickness and how you determine cost, price per square foot, I guess.
2: So the normal thickness of a countertop is an inch and a quarter, which is 3 cm. You'll see that in 90% of the houses. Uh, but actually, America is different, of course, than everybody else. So anything in Europe or Spain, Italy, all that stuff like that is 2CM is the standard, which is three quarters of an inch thick. So you'll see that the 3CM uh, look, it'll, it'll last, but the 2CM is kind of coming back. It's the European style. And the porcelain actually only comes a half inch thick. They're mm. starting to produce it in the 2CM, but the porcelain is different from quartz in the fact that it's, uh, more heat resistant. So quartz hit that niche of the marble looking where you don't have the maintenance with the staining and the etching and all that stuff, but it didn't withstand heat. So porcelain looks more like marble withstands heat up to 2000 degrees. So you could actually, you know, take a blowtorch and cook some shrimp on there if you wanted to. <laughs> um, but it's, it's not a through product, which means like with quartz or marble, you'll see that, that pattern in the edge with porcelain. You won't. It's kind of like a tattoo on the surface. So a lot of people are either, you know, doing it thin and having that European look, or they're going to build it up uh, where you kind of build your cabinets up with plywood and then you take that material down and build like a false thickness so you can make it whatever you want.
1: Wow. So, so when I think of porcelain, this is new to me as well. I've not seen this in anything. This is kind of interesting. Yeah, I think of, you know, the, the material that a bathroom sink is made out of right? or what a toilet is made out of for crying out loud. And I'm sure that there's more to, I mean, are these solid color things? Do they have, do they have, uh, texture in them? I mean, what kind of what kind of things are out there for porcelain?
2: You can get it in like a velvet finish, which is kind of like a oh. matte finish, or you can get it in a, a high gloss, which that's another thing too. The quartz, it's it's polished, but it, it's like lackluster compared to a natural product, mm. where porcelain is more of a high gloss. So mm. you can get it to look like a marble or like a soapstone, um, but it's, it's a man-made product, so basically they can kind of make it look like anything.
0: Wow. So are there a lot of choices as far as I guess we call any type of – lines and and things in it movements i guess
2: yeah movement's a good word i mean with granites you'll get more into like that speckly look so a lot of people would like they call it the home depot or lowe's um feel because when you go into like a big box store you kind of have your limited choices it doesn't have that speckly look like granite does it's going to be more of a solid or a marbly like thick vein pattern type thing um and it's it's more it's cost-effective for the material, but if you choose to build it up, that's when it becomes more expensive hmm. because you're paying for the cabinet buildup plus the, the fabricator labor to to miter the edge is what it's called. Um, so it, like I said, it is a very new thing. Though a lot of new builders are doing it.
0: Wow. Does it come in one piece like Corian where the sink is attached or is it just like you, a normal cut?
2: You would still do like an undermount sink like okay. you would for granite um, laminate. You know, you would do it like a, a overmount or a drop in is what they would call it. Some people still do that with granite, but drop ins, I would say, are more obsolete at this point for stone. Mm. Wow, the, so the- por- porcelain's actually really big too for um, countertops. Is it's new, but you can use it for shower walls, which is huge because it's thin. Oh. Um, or wall facades like exterior. It doesn't sun fade like quartz does, huh. so those are the the major attractions to it as well.
1: Yeah, this may be an unfair question because I'm, you know, there's there's you know, quality things all over the range, but where does this rank price wise with other countertop options?
2: Um, well, you're gonna start usually. You'll see like those granite places that say twenty nine dollars a square foot. That's for like one color that they're trying to get rid of. You know, <laughs> so realistically, you're probably looking at like a thirty nine dollar a square foot um, on the low end, forty five for a high end granite company. Mm-hmm. Um, quartz typically starts at about fifty five. And goes up to 120 range porcelain, you're probably going to start at about 60, but you'll end at about 90 or 100. Um, That's for the variation of material. But that's when, like I was saying, with the buildup and all that stuff, you can get into more labor costs. So
1: it's competitive though. It's in the hunt with those other Mm -hmm. higher
0: end.
2: Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Is there much, uh, many movement options, or is it just, is porcelain just a solid color, solid white, solid gray, or, or something like that?
2: It'll, yeah, anywhere from solid white to solid black, but you can get um, like a Calcutta looking marble or a Bianco Carrera looking marble that are in the porcelain colors. Like Carrera is a more popular marble name, I would say, <laughs> but you can get into that stuff. But nothing speckly. Um, like your new Venetian gold granite that you'll see a lot of a lot of places,
0: okay huh. are you are, so you're, you're seeing some more installs like that in kitchens and and in bathrooms um, and, and I know that you guys also are doing quite a few outdoor uh, uh, countertops for barbecues and yeah. different things outside. Um, which I wasn't aware of, which mm-hmm. is great, and, and I know you're doing that with a lot of new construction. But if somebody has a nice backyard and they want to do something like that, is porcelain a good thing to use as a countertop outside?
2: It is because um, it doesn't sun fade, so you can't put <clears throat> quartz outside. But natural stone is natural stone, so it comes from the earth. You know, it's not gonna gonna fade outside. But uh, quartz is made of; it's mostly a it's recycled. Stone basically, but it has a 10% resin that binds it together and the resin mixture is what will cause it to fade or yellow over time. Where porcelain, um, it's like more compact of a surface and it's actually made in a kiln at a certain degree of temperature. So that's why it withstands heat more, mm-hmm. doesn't sun fade, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that the textured stone is huge right now because everyone's into that rustic industrial style, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people are drawn to that, which is a whole nother, nother thing, the textured. Um, when you're going to tag material, typically you think it's polished and smooth and shiny. But the more granite warehouses you walk through now, you'll see that textured um, option. Where a lot of people were doing the two-tone kitchens, now they're doing two textured kitchens. Huh. right might have a leathered island and a polished perimeter. What, what kind of an island? A leathered, um, they call it leathered or brushed, is like the finish to it. Okay. So you'll actually feel the grooves in the stone wow. versus a polish. Okay.
1: So it's still, but it's it's still a stone
0: material.
2: Correct. A leather yep. t- wow, I've mm-hmm. never seen that. I got to get one. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it, actually, actually, um, uh, your dad was mm-hmm. was kind enough to bring some samples of the leathered finish as well as the gloss, and I have to say that between the both of them, I. I don't have a preference. I think they both are really neat and have their own positives. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I find them both really, really attractive options depending on what you want to do.
2: The men tend to like the the leathered finish. It's just more rugged i guess it's really it's really popular <laughs> <laughs> for like the man cave or yeah. the bar or stuff like that um because women they see it and they're like oh i don't want to clean that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know but yeah. uh I'm, care I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, it's a cool option right now that's yeah. out there
0: with the with the leathered uh countertop um doesn't affect durability. Uh, you can you still put the sealant on it just like mm-hmm. you would on the gloss, and so yep. same sort of. And talk about your um, your sealant that that you guys have specifically that you use that people don't have to continually put it on year after year.
2: There are two different kinds of sealers out there, and it's really important. Is there's topical sealers. And then there's impregnating sealers. So topical sealers, they just sit on the surface. They wear away over time. Um, that's why a lot of places are cheaper. So places will say you have to reseal it every year or whatever because they want you to pay for that to come back. Um, but an impregnating sealer, it soaks into the pores of the stone and it binds to those molecules. Um, and we seal it in the shop before it goes out. Uh, so we have a little warranty on that, that you shouldn't have to reseal your countertops, except for marble. I mean, marble is a softer stone, so you should you should do that in general.
0: Do you also have to seal porcelain?
2: Nope, porcelain and quartz, since they're man-made, that resin um, in the quartz is what binds it together, so it's not porous. Okay. Uh, porcelain is just a ultra compact surface. There's nothing that basically, if you put sealer on those two products, you would just see a buildup on the surface of it because it's not—it doesn't have anything to soak into. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You'll know your tops are sealed too if um, you do the water test. So if you put uh, you know a couple drops of water on the countertop and they soak right in, it's not sealed. If they beat up on the surface, <laughs> then you'll know that it's sealed.
0: Oh boy! If they soak right in, you're yeah. in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um. So I don't. I don't necessarily. I have some knowledge about different stones and things, but I don't have a, a great knowledge of uh, the differences of soapstone. What What is that? Where does that come from? And 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 quartzite and quartz. What are the difference between those two? I,
2: so on a natural scale, um, they call it the Mohs hardness scale, and that's through the Marble Institute of America. Um, diamond being the hardest, which is at a 10. Uh, you have like your sandstone and your soapstone, which those basically are at the top of the surface, closest to you know the earth. And those are at a two. So they're soft. They scratch easier. You can scratch soapstone and basically buff it out with sandpaper. That's how soft it is. Mm. Wow. Um, then you get into your... Soft marbles, which are at a three on the hardness scale. So your Bianco Carrera, Calcutta, stuff like that. And then um, you get into like that gray area of the fours and fives, which is really um, Feldspar and Dolomite. But we in the industry call it hard marbles because most people don't know that terminology. And then six is at... Six is a granite, so that's your typical, what most people are shopping for. That's great in your kitchen. And then quartzites are at a seven, so that's the same durability as quartz. Basically, that just means it's compressed deeper into the earth. They mine it further out of the ground, so it's it's denser. It withstands scratches and stains better than any other surface. But you still have to worry about etching. That's the one thing with every natural stone that you have to worry about, which just means if you leave something super acidic sitting on there for a long period of time, like a lemon, it can, or- yeah, lemon, um, even alcohol, like if you were to spill alcohol, hmm. um, it wears away at the polish, which a lot of people think is the sealer. So they think they need their tops resealed. You really just need it re polished.
1: Huh. Hmm.
2: So quartzites are huge, um, for kitchens right now because a lot of people want the marble-y look which is kind of what you get with a quartzite but it's just more dense and the slabs are usually bigger cuz they're more durable. So like those huge islands that are happening right now in kitchens. A lot of people are going for quartzite.
1: So quartz and quartzite essentially is the same but the quartzite is a denser
0: material from deeper.
2: Yeah, and quartz well the major difference between quartz and quartzite is that quartz is man-made. Quartzite is natural. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it.
0: Where do you find quartzite? Where is it mined from?
2: Um, Spain, Italy, uh India, stuff like that. Those are the huge places. There's some quarries in the United States, like the Vermont quarry is a huge one for marbles and quartzites, but not a ton in the U.S.
0: Is there a lot of variation in color with quartzite that you find or is it pretty? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Um, It mostly ranges in those creamy, white, gray tones with like not a ton of variation. But there's some crazy ones that you'll see. Um, Probably the most popular quartzite is Taj Mahal. It's more of like a creamy golden color and it's as expensive as it sounds. I want to know who,
0: <laughs> who, who, who comes up with the names for these stones Wouldn't and that be how fun? much are they getting paid to do it?
2: <laughs> it would be so much fun. I've always wanted to go see a quarry, like go overseas and see how they take this out of the earth. Yeah. I hear it's interesting. <laughs> huh.
0: That would be really cool to see uh, and how they preserve when they're, when they're uh, removing these large pieces, how they get them out without mm-hmm. cracking them or anything. Mm-hmm.
2: Um it's a huge thing cuz you think about it, they got to go over the water on the seas and then travel through land all the way up to Michigan, you know. That's yeah. why I mean sometimes if you ever go to Miami or whatever, you'll see some more exotic looking stuff because it doesn't have to transport all the way up here but
0: so they have stuff down there that they sell that we never see up here
2: some more colorful um like i was saying the 2cm stuff the 2cm marbles you'll see a lot more in california and miami because it's on the water uh where Mm. it doesn't have to get all the way to us so
0: port of entry interesting um I'm curious about soapstone. I'm not familiar with it. I mm-hmm. don't think I I've, uh, I've come across much of it in houses. Maybe I have not just didn't know it. T- can you talk a little bit about where it where they find it? What what shade uh uh colors and, and things that it comes in or movements. I, I, I guess I'm not that familiar with it.
2: There is a quarry, I can't I can't um I'm not sure where it is, but there's one in the US that is a soapstone quarry. I wanna say might even be the Vermont one, but there is a uh it's usually is like a blue gray tone. Um, sometimes darker. You'll hear like Indian soapstone is a dark navy color, but typically your soapstone is going to be like a mid-range blue-gray color. It's it's never polished. It's always honed. So you'll have like the smooth finish, but it's just not glossy. And you probably will more see it on bathrooms or fireplaces because anytime you walk into a fabricator and you want – Soaps on in your kitchen we will try to talk you out of it.
0: <laughs> Is that
1: because of the wear and tear, because of scratching, in a, yeah, and
2: yeah. um, you actually, it's kind of like a like if you own a mi- microfiber couch, like when you wipe one way, <laughs> you see a different tone to it. And you wipe it wow, another way, yeah, um, wow. because when you get it wet, it gets like ten shades darker. So if you wow. have water, it will soak in even if it's sealed. It's that soft, um, and you can actually, if you put mineral oil over it, like if you were to like um do it on a piece of wood or something, you'll see it darken and it'll get darker and darker over time. So people will try to match backsplash or their floors or whatever to this shade of soapstone, which is the slab, and then they'll get it in and start using it. It turns darker and darker. Um so it's just if you're if you're prepared for soapstone, you <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, but you just have to understand what it what comes with it, I guess.
1: Hmm. I didn't even know that was ever used or even considered for countertops. Um, and I can see, that especially in, in high use areas, it's, mm-hmm. it's not advised. It's, right. Yeah. So like
2: fireplace surround and hearth, that's yeah. a perfect application because you're not really using it per yeah. se as far as functionality goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, John and I were talking a couple shows ago about um, you know, the, the lists that come out, what's in, what's out. Uh, you see this kind of thing all the time new materials, new textures. Uh, you know, The whole porcelain thing is new to me. It, it, maybe there's not an easy answer, but how do you kind of draw that conclusion of, oh, this thing's going to last for five <laughs> minutes and it's gone, or this is going to have some staying power? Is there any magic formula for that kind of thing? I'd love to know if there is. <laughs>
2: I YouTube. mean, everybody's yeah. into the light, airy, bright kitchens right now, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, but it's like, if you wear white pants to an Italian restaurant, it's probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> good point. <laughs> so, yeah. um, mm-hmm. basically. I, I'm not the, I'm not, I want to say I'm not the cleanest person. I'm just saying I have two big dogs. I have a fiance that works in heating and cooling. His hands are always dirty. Like, just know your lifestyle. Sure. Um, what is going to be longevity wise for you as far as functionality goes? Because mm-hmm. what looks good might not be what works good for yeah. you. Um, I would say like the mid tone kitchens that everybody's ripping out. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't like the oak look cabinets, but it just depends on what you need for yeah. your space. So I wouldn't say go with the trend necessarily all the time. Go with what you like, what works for you. And if like I said if you're selling your house, maybe you do want to go with the trend because it'll help you sell it faster. But um I always say like just do what works for you. It's not my house, it's your house <laughs> when yeah. I'm selling it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I think it depends too, right? On uh And I I know I've talked to some people who who do this and they say, well, are you going to sell in six months? Is this something that you're going to be here for a long time with? And give advice to different – depending on what you're going to do. If you're going to sell, hey, then you should should uh, install for the trend that's currently in. And if not, then exactly what you said, Mm -hmm. install for what you want because you're going to be using it.
2: Right. And I mean the functionality thing, uh, like I was saying – with quartz, you can pretty much never go wrong because mm-hmm. it's neutral. You don't have to worry about the natural characteristics of stone. You get a, a residential warranty with it, so there's a ten to fifteen year warranty on the product. Um, for selling purposes, quartz is great because people want the clean, simple look right now, at least. But mm-hmm. and try and try and stay away from um, the trendy, I guess bold colors if you're trying to sell your house like navy cabinets are huge right now they're great for wow. people who want navy and love navy but <laughs> i would do it you know but are they
0: doing navy cabinets with navy countertops
2: navy Holy it's, moly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> navy,
2: navy cabinets with brass hardware is huge right now like brass wow. and gold um it's, it's basically like yeah all the all the uh, the pink and blue tile from the 40s that you're ripping out in royal oak kitchens and uh bathrooms <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. wow <laughs> huh.
0: Uh, talk to us a minute uh, about the outdoor installations that you're doing um, just to give us an idea of what maybe you guys are installing a new construction that's that's kind of trending out there.
2: Um, so we do a lot of like outdoor grill areas where you'd have your inlaid grill and then you'd have your top to the left or right of it that you have um, like a metal cabinet maybe that won't um, – you know, wear to the weather. So it's not just like wood cabinets are putting out there, but we put tops on those or like fire pit rings. Um, if you build like a block, you know, cinder block area or so, or something like that, uh, we do stuff like that. But, um, a lot of people call us asking if we do brick pavers, which we don't do. Mm-hmm. So not so much floor application, but, um, they call them lanai's in the, oh, yeah. the plans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Talk to us about any promotions you guys are offering right now at Hard Rock Stoneworks. You guys uh, have grown exponentially over the last five years, and uh, and, and by the way, your choice shop is amazing. Thank what you've you. done to it, the what you what you have in there for people to walk in and be able to visualize cabinets and and countertops and different things, is, it's just amazing. Um, but but any any special promotions going on right now at Hard Rock Stoneworks that uh, somebody who's thinking about doing it. to – can maybe look at?
2: Yeah, we're actually doing free countertops with kitchen cabinet purchase, which wow. is amazing. It's like the best promotion we've ever run, and that's to promote the Troy Showroom, which we've had since 2010, but um, we've re- recently redone it, so it looks a lot better than it used to. And then we're also doing a summer selection uh, sale, which we're going to offer with the purchase of countertops, either a free sink, a free edge upgrade, or a free chip minimizer, which... Um, That's another thing that we do that a lot of companies don't do. So when you have like your flat polish edge, which is actually pretty popular right now, it's a simple basic edge. If you round it, which is what we call a waterfall edge, it prevents it from chipping because if you drop something on a rounded edge, it's not as um, hard or rigid as a, a flat edge. So we would actually do the waterfall edge on the inside of your sink cutout, and then we would warranty that for the time that you're in the home if you were to drop a pan or hit a glass on it and chip it. With that edge on there, then you don't have to pay the service fee to come back out. That's so a great promotion. Totally, cool. <laughs> that's
0: really, really good. Yeah, it makes me want to get. I in. know. i was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on wow.
2: in. Wow. We're open yeah. Monday through Saturday. Um, Saturday's from nine to five, which is huge because a lot of places aren't open that late. Um, mm-hmm. So we're open to the public, builders, contractors, designers, anybody who wants yeah. to come in.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great, and they and they don't need to talk to anybody in particular. Just come in.
2: Yep. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I only saw the Macomb County facility. It was it was fantastic. It, it, it's it's really nice. one, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah just a, just amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The um, showroom is really clean. Randy and Steve are the owners. They love to give back. So we do a lot of events if you ever mm-hmm. want to come in. Even if any of our events were open to the public. So
0: Great. Great. Hey, we want to thank you for coming in today. Really appreciate your time. Um, you guys do a great job out there. Uh, and if you're out there and you're thinking about Maybe doing upgraded countertops, new countertops, cabinets, uh, bathroom kitchen, or maybe doing that outdoor grill. Check out Hard Rock Stoneworks. They really do it right and they'll take care of you. Thanks, Alyssa, for coming in today. We really appreciate it.
2: Thank you.
1: All right. Thanks for listening to Avoiding Real Estate Turbulence. If If you'd be so kind as to subscribe, review, rate, we would appreciate it. Please share with your friends, family, and coworkers that they too can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.